0: Hello, hello to all our listeners out there. Yes, we are back yet with another segment, Season 2 with the Nechis, Episode 2. Welcome, welcome, wherever you're listening from. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your love. And if you've not caught the first episode of Season 2, be sure to go back and check it. Um, And I'm not alone. I did say Season 2 with the Nechis. I am with my better half. Well, not my better half because together we're better so i'm with my person my other half and love say hi
1: hi how are you everybody
0: (laughs) you're saying like they'll respond (laughs) i'm joking anyway um yeah love welcome welcome and i think just before we get started i think um this week was an interesting week especially down here in south africa um with The looting and just the doom and the gloom. So before I even get into anything, love, how did this week make you feel? Just as an individual. Because most of the people I've been talking to have been like down and some people try to find hope in it all.
1: Okay. Um, I felt angered Mm. um, and disappointment um, in our people. And also in, and also in our like in our society and you how, yeah, you anyway, how how people behaved, and it's sad that in the world, it's always the poor hurting the poor, like it's always the uh, the criminals targeting poor people, it's the black people targeting black people, et cetera, et cetera. So it was very disappointing and I was angered by it.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. I like that you came in with a different view. Um because what most people were saying which was a bit frustrating for me was the irritation around how your how leadership in South Africa didn't act. And I was like y'all are blessed to have a leader that talks to you, but I don't want to go into politics. But yeah, love, I get it. and so now, wouldn't you say on a brighter note, the fact that the community came together to clean up, I think that's just Ubuntu.
1: Yeah, it is Ubuntu. Um Hey, these people are playing with our heads, eh? I just feel it's just sad. Like at the end of the day, it's it's like if you if your house gets broken into you'll still come back and clean it up. It's your house anyway. So they'll just be good stewards.
0: Okay, so can I throw a question out to you before we start, like get into it? <laughs> so we are now. Like, we are. I just want to <laughs> ask: from um, how would you then, from a Christian perspective, shed light and hope in such a situation that's not airy fairy?
1: Shed light, hope, shed light to and hope to?
0: to the situation that's not airy fairy.
1: Wait, I just want to understand your question. Are you saying? Um, Shed light to the people that lost stuff, or what shed to light the, to, to what? the
0: whole situation? Like, reality is, yep, there were looters, things South Africa just went <laughs> psh, the, the rand went pshh, things think... just went psh. So, as a Christian, what would you, how would you encourage hope that's not airy fairy? <laughs>
1: have you been hearing airy fairy things?
0: I have, but I will not comment on that. Thing. <laughs> Okay,
1: cool. Um, sure. Now, man, I think just as as we all know, our country and South Africans are very resilient bunch of people, and because of what South Africa has gone through, we we've learned South Africans have learned to to rise up quickly, mm. right? And what happens in every single thing, like every single thing works for the good for those who love Jesus. That scripture is proper and. And this country has a lot of people that love Jesus, right? And because of that, God is able to take the situation as bad as it was and make it work for the good, right? Um, yeah, you like saying this, like, look at Rwanda. Rwanda went through a bad time in 94. And and right now, they're a clean, clean nation. And... Their tourism is doing very well. Yeah. Right? So it's all about resilience. And as a people, we are resilient. And I hope this unites the positive thinkers more. The guys that want to see guys and ladies and children and youth and leaders that want to see South Africa do well and grow. Mm-hmm. I hope that this situation unites those that group of people. Mm-hmm. And cause I always say, like, we don't always have to get um, told what to do and how to live, right? There's a lot of good people in the country. And if everyone unites together, we can actually run the ship.
0: Yeah, yeah that's
1: true. So I think that's the nice thing of this. from
0: Cool, love. Thank you. Um, I think what I would just leave is be the change you want to see.
1: Ah, that's airy fairy it's not airy fairy
0: it's that is the fact it's a truth you gotta be the change you want to see if you're wanting employment create it but anyway we won't get into that anywho now into the deep dive so season two episode two we're going in deep love so the question from episode one was why do men cheat and um just a disclaimer It's not to say what Tubbs is going to say is a cookie cutter for all men. No. He is giving his story of what led him down that path. Just putting it out there because, you know, hey, Mjolo, and these streets are difficult. And I don't want reference to be like, yeah, but Tubbs said this. So, FYI. Oh, and Mjolo is... Um, <laughs> what's Mjolo in English? Entanglements. Entanglements. Yeah, it is, right? To, yeah, so it's entanglements. Anyway, love, so why did you cheat? Yeah.
1: Sure. Wow. Hey, you like, look at you look at me. It's like you're watching a series. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: Let me pull out my popcorn oh, and start wow. chowing.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because... Um, your question is not. It, I can't answer for all men. I'm not all men. God only created tubs, and I go through my own struggles, and we had our own things in our, in our marriage, right? But I'm hoping from this conversation, um, we able to free up a lot of misconceptions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's the main, the main thing because I think there's so much misconception in this world, and so much imitation and it's because this is how it is this is how it's supposed to be it's supposed to play out like this so yeah i like mm. that
1: okay cool wow where do i even start
0: from the beginning
1: why did i mess up yes sure what's from the beginning
0: why, why did you mess up like last week you're giving us um examples of poo poo so <laughs> yeah
1: mm. Okay, So it's not why men cheat because uh, I hate this whole thing where we we always, when it comes to infidelity and adultery and all this stuff, right? Um, and I don't know how you're gonna feel about me saying this, but um, hey, the, the men take the brunt of it, eh? Most of the time, no, but
0: women um, do cheat, women they're cheaters, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
1: let me finish, but, but um, it's uh, I understand if these men cheating with just men only right okay. <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> <Right? No>? but, <laughs> but um there are also women involved you understand yes. and then um but hey then the narrative that's been in the world is just yeah men cheat and it's sad because people cheat mm. right and and it's when cheating happens for me it's always a reflection of the person themselves the individual that's doing it themselves and then the a reflection on the relationship mm. yes you understand so yeah without turning around your question because i'm trying to avoid it I can yeah see, cleverly, so. <laughs> but it's true right um anyway so can i the best way to do this is to take you through my story yes that's, that's what i can't i didn't go to school to study um relationships and men cheating but i can share <laughs> i can share my story it, right i can share what i'm what going we, through we
0: want
1: your we want your
0: truth all
1: right okay where do i start The beginning. so <laughs> damn bro I, I don't know how to share things without without not oversharing right and but i'll try keep names out and everything but for me, growing up and stuff, and the whole cheating thing and stuff—it's like I say—it's a—it's an individual's problem. It's it—it it was me. It was me cheating in my marriage was a problem with me. Firstly,
0: I think you should echo that because what tends to happen is after like once that incident has happened. Well, I'm speaking from my point of view and some people I've spoken to as well who have gone through similar situations they blame themselves they then be like ah he cheated because maybe I was not pretty enough and yeah but anyway I like what you said that it's a re- it's you thing it's not a reflection of the relationship it's not a reflection of your partner because I think what tends to happen is a woman or a man I'm gonna speak for me was I felt insecure I felt okay, I, I don't wear lashes and, you know, the type was lashes. <laughs> I don't, you know, so it, it, I felt I blamed myself in some way to be like, oh, maybe because I'm not them slay queens and I don't spend hours on my face for you to recognize me. But that was in that moment until obviously God showed me no. But anyway, I like that you said that
1: okay don't go to the finish line relax no no we're not going there relax so like i was saying when it comes to cheating male or female Mm. woman or man in a relationship and stuff the individual that cheated the problem is you yourself Mm. so i on hindsight the problem i can now say that i was a problem i had gaps and I, I learned, I picked up bad habits, right? And the most stupidest one, and we take it lightly. I don't know if other people in other worlds or other countries grew up like this, but in South Africa, we grew up like, um, like like liking girls, you fall in love with a girl and all the stuff, water, water, water. and then a guy experiences their first heartbreak. So what we would normally say is like, after that first heartbreak, Ah, uh, that player is out because that guy does not care about falling in love anymore. We say it in, as kids um as a joke most of the time, but it's the truth. I know a lot of men now that went through that as young boys mm. and unfortunately what that does, it creates a habit on how to deal with heart issues very, very, very quietly in the background, right? Like where you're like, oh, okay. Um, My wife is out here entertaining DMs and all that stuff. And then as a guy, I don't say anything, right? And then I go act out in the world just to heal my heart, Mm. right? It's a a thing. It sounds very um, childish, Mm. right? But I feel like it's a thing. So for me... From my first, first relationships and stuff. And I'm not blaming the relationship. The way I dealt with a misunderstanding then, um, it became my way of dealing with things.
0: Sure. So would you say, would you then say that um, our first relationships or our first loves determine how we act out in other relationships?
1: No, you're giving them too much power.
0: Not to give them power, but it's like... You learn, you learn, you get learned behavior from that. You get to know, okay, I
1: don't know. So, what happens most of the time when we start dating at a young age? Mm. I can take out your files, but I don't want to say anything. <laughs> no, you're yeah? no, it's fine. No, 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 no. I'm just joking, right? Um, what happens when with dating at a young age, it's not a learned behavior, it's just, it's not guided. Mm. You just. Going according to what's trending in the streets. The ones you're seeing on your music videos, that Nelly music video with Kelly. Was mm-hmm. it Kelly? They're my is it yeah, my blue
0: Kelly Rowland,
1: yeah. Ah, that one. Anyway, I forgot my music. Yeah,
0: it's But
1: close <laughs> that kind of stuff. The reason that happens, right? When you go through a breakup, mm. your first breakup, tell me how many people, our age when they started dating and maybe 13 and stuff, when they had their first breakup, please show me, by show of hands, what? how many people went to counselling after that? Nobody. Nobody. So you learn to deal with things on your own. So it becomes the way you live your life. If you back then, when you went through a breakup, you sure. bought chocolates and chocolate cakes and all this stuff and... Now, all of a sudden, you have obesity issues, right? Because you're having relationship stuff. Don't be shocked. It's something that you learn because dating at a young age and fornication, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're getting too religious. The reason you're supposed to stay away from it is because you're not guided. There's no accountability around you. So you just, um, you're living in the wild, bro. And then now, wait, just let me finish quickly before you jump in. So now you then get married. You're out here, you're a wild tree. You're a wild tree over here trying to live in a yard. But sure. right? You're not tamed. Like you're a wild dog. <laughs> I want to say a dog. <laughs> you're a wild dog. You're out here. You're in the streets. You learnt a way to survive and all this stuff. Sure. And then you want to come back into a house and be tamed. Mm. How does that work? Right, And that's why a lot of people, I like the way we did our counseling and stuff, but our marital counseling was good, you know? but it did not address, it was not that it, it wasn't, there's was nothing wrong with the marriage counseling, but in the church system and the psychological stuff, that whole marriage counseling stuff, it does not expose a person, it doesn't tame a guy. And even when i'm dating and all the stuff when i was dating nikki and that stuff i was still a wild animal i wasn't cheating yeah but i don't know if i was ready for marriage yet. Mm. i don't know if i was tame enough to now get married or we just you get the analogy yeah
0: i get it yeah
1: so just to answer your question like back then that it's not yeah, it's it's learned behavior, behavior, but because we didn't have guidance and mm. uh, people around us. So
0: then, would you say that verse in the Bible is it Paul who says, "Do not awaken love, mm. do not awaken love in its time"? How does um?
1: You can grab the Bible, there. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah.
0: It's a, you you um. Can you search for it, love? It says, "Do not awaken love in its time." Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no,
1: just say your point.
0: It's fine. So, that verse, I'm going to find where it is. But then he says, Do not awaken love. So, would you then say the reason why that verse was said was because in that time when you awaken it, it's wild, like you're saying. It's not tamed. And we're out here wild, wilding out that when you get into the walls of marriage, you're now trying to tame a person who obviously had um, multiple different partners. And everything, and now you're into this one person, but you have learned behavior from prior that has not been tamed.
1: Mm, it, I wouldn't say it's um, the love itself hasn't been tamed. Love is love, guys. Like, I always say I always say this thing. Um, I always say this thing. Yo, you're pulling out old school Bible. You're going to search for a scripture on a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, you, oh, did, did you use technology? <laughs> I,
0: love, I love my Bible. I love school scrolling through the pages
1: okay cool it's fine let me help you okay um so i wouldn't say love is love bro like when they when when that scripture says do not awaken love love is love bro love is love when you're 80 6 years old 10 years old 17 years old love is love that feeling of you loving somebody and all that stuff that whole thing that is that Mm. Just like sex. Sex is sex, right? The way it feels when you're 10, 15, 20, 30, 50, whatever, whatever. You are not ready. Mm. You are still young to mm. handle love at a young age. Because mm. the only reason that we're not ready, we, if things go bad, we, I could say over 90% of the time they do, right? Um we don't have the intellect to mm-hmm. deal with the mm-hmm. with the issue at that young age. Mm-hmm. And that creates uh, I don't know the correct terminology, but I'm sure there is. That creates a stamp. Yeah, it does. It marks you. Mm-hmm. So every single time now when you get into a relationship and you encounter some similar stuff, you always fall back to that experience it's mm. not really your default it's the what default you went experience. through it's yeah. what you went through then right and it takes long to heal from that because now it's become a way you it's become a way you live your life right mm.
0: Mm. Mm. I totally agree and it's like baby you don't give a six month or four month year old baby chicken like a full drumstick mm. because they're not ready to be able to eat that or Mm. understand how to chew it whatever because they don't have the teeth yet Mm. they don't have the capability of swallowing and digesting of it and Mm. i think it's the same way we advise our kids that no relate like with our daughter we always say yeah no are you in a relationship yes there's nothing wrong in having a crush or liking a person Mm. however The timing of it, and I think how I explained it to Kenya was, crushes are there to break hearts. Because when you have a crush on a person, what is bound to happen? You break your heart because that's not your husband at that moment. It's just all airy-fairy and so forth. Oh, it's Songs of Solomon. So it is. Is it Songs of Solomon?
1: 8 verse one. so there's a few of them but you can read this one
0: so it says do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases i like the amc i love the amc bible version because i feel that's the woman's version so much poetry to it so the message says do not don't excite love don't stir it up until the time it's ripe until the time is ripe i like that and you and are you ready. are ready like that is deep guys i think if we dive into the bible more and more we actually get to realize that god god gone and told us don't awaken it and here we are we are awakening things and like what you're saying love Mm. then it comes to a marriage situation we're trying to tame ourselves Mm. and then this is the message so
1: so can i just read yeah say um Love is invincible, facing danger and death. Passion laughs at the terror of hell. There's a message version, right? The fire of love stops at nothing. Mm. Right? It sweeps everything before it. Flood waters can't drown love. Do you, do you get what that means? Flood waters can't drown love, right? Torrents of rain can't put it out. Mm. Love can't be bought, mm. right? And love can't be sold. It's not to be found in the marketplace my brothers used used to worry about me etc etc et anyway not to be found in the
0: marketplace yeah
1: so it says that I'm just reading that just to show you guys that love is love bra like you don't mess with that thing and when it's a precious thing that God said yeah we're running out of time but let me let's move on yeah no? mm. yeah okay.
0: So I think, um, I love how you started the whole thing. Cause like you said, it's a journey and we're going to process, it's going to be a process of how it started, but I like how you shone, shone, shine, shone, hey, skewer. Anyway, the Queen's English has gone and left me how you shed light on the whole aspect of, um, and I think the takeaway is cheating is not reflection of the other person.
1: Mm. Yeah okay, so hey, I took the pasta out. we went to the Bible. Hey guys, <laughs> anyway, I'm choking. <laughs> so anyway, just so can give more context. So for me, um, I learned bad habits. Eh? So to be honest, if if a girl like in a relationship, someone just broke my heart or did something, my default was like, ah, screw you. I'm gonna start entertaining other girls now. Right. So and because also I used to believe that um, that I'm a hard lover, right? Like when I love, I love. Right? I'm in 120%, right? And if you break that trust, I'm done. We're pretending from that point onwards, right? And it was, uh, for me in hindsight, it was a very, I was really being unfair on myself. Mm-hmm. I thought I was being noble by being this, proper hardcore loving guy and i don't have room for mistakes so the problem was when the mistakes happened i didn't know how to deal with them Sure. i didn't know how to have the conversations so i'd run and my running was yeah go be a player mm. and i'm not gonna be shy to say it that's what i would do right and it was horrible On mm. hindsight it was horrible on the other human beings that i was hurting in the whole process and then also and also it was horrible because i was being unfair on myself basically yeah so i used to run away to that area right and i never got healed from i never got healed from those problems right um i never got healed from dealing with those issues or on facing those things as well
0: sure Sure, love, that is so deep. Like, I think um, we'll pause on that and continue. We because we've got a question and answer segment. Remember I said in the last episode, Yo, people to send, what? and people send questions. Do you, know,
1: do you know why sermons are like 45 minutes at church? <laughs> some churches? Because we warm up, ne? Warm up, we warm up, we warm up. And then when it's on, like now it's on, right? Now we get and then you start, revelation starts coming. But anyway,
0: no, we'll, we'll hit do revelation. Feel,
1: do you feel like we've, we've, um, addressed your question? Cause no, I feel we, like we've, we've not, we've not properly. addressed.
0: We have started addressing the question. It's not a complete question answer. And mm. that's why I said it's a process. So in episode three, we shall continue.
1: Okay. Can I ask something? Can we do the full 30 minutes? I just want to say and then round it okay. off instead of just cutting, cutting okay, the And then, We'll do five minutes after 30 minutes for... The Q&A. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Right, okay. So, yeah, so... um, Yeah, there's are proper conversations. And you're welcome to ask questions. Yes. Right, so... Yeah, so I was a douchebag to myself first. I realized that. And then um, I was a douchebag to females out there. Hmm. I was a mess. Right, and... um, And... The worst part, like when you're heartbroken, right? Or you get hurt from a relationship. I don't know why people do this. Like you want to go into the next relationship Mm. to cover up the pain and the hurt that you experienced from the last one. But we don't learn anything. You Mm -hmm. understand? And then, um, yeah, and then it just didn't work. Right? And then I met you right and then i met you and the funny thing when i met you i was like i'm done with females like when i met you my plan was not to date for like a year Mm -hmm. and then i and then god had the great plan it's not god hey but it just worked out that um i only took a break for one month (laughs) (laughs) that was good we chilled we our our dating life was very chilled Mm -hmm. right um with no issues mm. then we got married um like I said I was 120% loving bruh. like working hard getting driving all the way to zoom to propose do lobola wow. all that stuff I was working I was being a man bro I loved my woman I wanted to get my my woman into my kraal and live married oh. but I thought then ah because now I'm married now. Yeah. all those issues that I had and how I dealt with things, it won't come up again yeah. mm. And um, and remember what I said like the way we deal with things we all would always jump into the next relationship, et cetera mm. etc right but and I had this misconception that because now I'm married, I' ah, marry gonna live this perfect perfect life. Yeah. Right so what are you saying here Because
0: where did you get that misconception from
1: From life
0: Like where TV It's
1: church. life
0: I want so, to. Do you know ask, from where
1: because people present marriages as this perfect thing
0: That's what I'm saying that's the reason why I'm asking because I want to touch on that specifically shine the light on that because I think what tends to happen and I've, I I got this, uh, it was a revelation from Barry Bennett who said when people don't have a revelation um, imitation then takes place, like I mm. imitate so because mm. I don't have a revelation on something I will imitate because I see Tubbs is doing it, I will do it because I see and that's a lot of reasons why a lot of people come into marriage because they don't know the purpose of it mm. they come into it because I want to be married, it's my goal. I want to be married because I want to wear the white dress. I'm just giving examples, yeah. right? And it's because they have not got the revelation of marriage. So when
1: people don't have a revelation, they what?
0: They imitate. God damn it. They replace that with imitation. So when that's why there's a whole copy culture out there. There's mm-hmm. that whole, oh, because Mang Mang is doing it, I'm going to do it. like.
1: Without a revelation without of Without a
0: revelation of why. When you ask mm. a person why... Why have you, um, why are you listening to this music? No, because my friend listens to it. Mm. That you understand is, a, they have, they don't have the revelation. So I like that. So that's why I'm asking you, where did you get that? Why, where, where did you see marriage as that perfect?
1: Do you know why? Because, yeah, it's life, bro. Um, even till today, like it's very, it's, it's only now because of YouTube and stuff. Where some people are starting to share their struggles, but I still think it's not enough. It's not enough. Like when, like when you, the worst thing is, I'm gonna end off here, ne? The worst thing is, you'd go, couples would go to church, ne? Right? Or you have a gathering or a bride or something, and you're all young and married and stuff, Mm. right? The amount of pretending that happens in that place is, disgusting like if i was looking from the outside and looking like how that couple a just hasn't have they're having financial issues right the couple a is having financial issues and it's putting their marriage on the rocks couple b is having infidelity issues the girl is not trusting the guy and stuff but couple a sorted out find their infidelity issues just three months ago they have a solution mm. but couple b has extra funds yeah and they're looking to help out people that are in need but then both of these couples will sit in a restaurant pretending like everything is perfect and, that, and then walk away and the next thing you hear ah those two broke up
0: or they, they've divorced eh? or, or their
1: house is getting repossessed exactly. and stuff and that's the thing that happens in society that we always want to put, put f- foot, foot forward. forward yeah even that saying is used to wrong, but. We're always pretending. Mm. There's nothing wrong with putting your best foot forward. I don't find anything wrong with that. But we're always pretending. People are pretending to be alright, and there's no space to always talk about it. But I will share because for a long time we we pretended.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: And we're trying to aim for. I don't know. Mm. This, this, we're for a long time in our first few years of marriage. Even though it was okay. I felt like we're not being ourselves. We're putting a lot of pressure on each other. Yeah, we're not being authentic. There was no room for error and for mistakes and stuff. And because of that, yeah, it created a ripple effect, which we'll get into next week.
0: Mm, Thanks, love. Thanks, love. And I just want to touch on the authenticity of um, us not being honest with who and what you're going through. And I'll give a simple example I gave you that, not going to mention names, but with one lady... She asked me, how am I? And Mm -hmm. it was the time when we were going through our stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm not okay. My marriage right now is not the best place. And I just opened up. And she was like, really? Oh, my gosh. My marriage as well is also. And we connected. Because she was like, she was not expecting that, to -hmm. hear that from in a church setting. Because Mm -hmm. we are always out here wanting to... (laughs) look at you love and you always shouted me for doing that shouted (laughs) me he always calls me out for my phone when he's on a call i'm joking love it's fine and so yeah hey we were able to connect both of us because of being real being authentic it was Mm. and it's not to say you go share your 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 stories with every jack and jill Mm. but there's nothing wrong in actually saying no i'm not okay like there's nothing wrong in that yeah. the honesty in that is another person can actually encourage you at that very moment yeah. and everything but we are gonna round it off there thank you so much love um for more you too tune in to episode three um we have got two more minutes i'm gonna actually i've got some of the questions in my head but before that i want to give a shout out to two of our listeners who showed so much love the first listener is zor I'm saying it right, right, love? Zo. yeah. Zo, we love you lots. She is like, um, we have gained a new fan and she loved, love, loves our podcast. So shout out to you, so thank you so much. And the next shout out is to Zen. Um, thanks, girl, for listening and thanks for your great feedback. We love you lots. Okay, and I think, um, so there were three questions that came through. The two questions were very similar. So I'm going to try wrap it into that one question. And we're gonna keep them anonymous just to respect um, their privacy as well. So this came from two guys and one girl. So the, guys, the two guys that asked, their question is very similar. So I'm gonna make it into one question, love. They asked, how do you open up to your wife when you do open up? She thinks you're controlling her.
1: Okay. Is this in what context?
0: So, I think it was from episode one, season one, season two. And you were saying, as men, we don't, men don't open up and everything. So, I think he's talking from a context like discussing
1: finances I think so. I
0: think he's tried to open up on his side on how, or they've tried to open up because the other guy's question which was also very similar to what this guy was asking. That's why I put it together. Okay.
1: what's the other one? The
0: other guy's question was, how do you open up as a guy to a woman who really listens?
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Okay, sure. I know it's a very tricky thing for guys, right? Um, It was also tricky for me as well, right? But what I realized as men, we don't put... And I learned this from our previous pastor, the mm-hmm. pastor who married us, right? Pastor Paul, mm-hmm. right? But... We don't put um, our ladies in our minds. You understand? Like So instead, so, oh, this, I can't say, um, I can't come to Nikki and be like, I'm trying to find a nice example. And we're like, ah, Nikki, um, do this, do this, do this, do that, right? And then Nikki's like, how? Since when do we do this now, right? I am mm. not putting her in my mind. And I'm sure we can't, we can't plan everything. Like you can't obviously just keep sharing everything that's in our head with our partners. Also with women, they don't do that with us or with anyone, in fact. But when you want to share your heart with someone, mm-hmm. you have to take them through a journey to underst- for them to understand what you are going through or where you are coming from. Mm-hmm. Some, for me, I take long to explain stuff. And Nikki used to get irritated right and like are oh, you taking forever to get to the point so i used to stop and then i stopped talking to her i just stopped sharing stuff with her because she said i take long to get to 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 make my point and stuff like that right and it used to frustrate me because then i'd end up just making decisions and then she'll just see things happening and that will frustrate her as well and then what i learned was what she learned as well is This is how Tubbs is. Like, he wants to share why he got to that point and stuff. And I found that useful for us. So, Mm -hmm. for example, if I'm, let's say there's a financial thing Mm -hmm. that we need to, financial commitment that we need to do and stuff, right? Instead of just saying, no, I -hmm. can't do it, or overcommitting, I'd explain to her like, okay, this is what I'm planning. This is where I'm at. These are the opportunities that I have in my pipeline. Um, This is when this would come in. If it doesn't come in, this is my backup plan. If that doesn't work, then we'll have to wait a little bit. We might have to extend this holiday for a little bit. So by doing that, I put her in my thinking process, right? And it becomes easier for me to be open with her. Mm. So now I'm kind of like, ah, Nikki, that thing that you wanted, we can't do it now. We have to do it three months from now. Mm. Then I'm not controlling her, Um, putting her in my world and she understands why.
0: Mm. Sure. That's deep love. Um, And then the last question um, comes from a lady. And so she asked, how do you get your man to open up? Uh,
1: Same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. When you told me this, I cringed. (laughs) Um, you don't get anyone to open up, mm. right? Because um, if Nikki came to me and said, Tabs, you're not open. You're not opening up. You're not opening up. I won't open up. Mm. Right? So just to be fair to the question is you, you create an environment that's safe to have conversations, mm. right? Um, I'll give another example. Nikki used to say to me, Tabs, you don't open. You're always quiet. All right, okay. And then I would this yeah. This also led to certain bad decisions I've made in my <laughs> life. But anyway, so then I would then go, okay, shop. Let me open up to this girl and then I'll tell her, dude, um, we haven't had um intimate time for the past six weeks. What's going on? So I'm opening up my heart and like I'm I'm in pain. I want to understand where you are and all that stuff. And then she'd come back with her black book. You did this. You Mm -hmm. did that. You did that. You did that. And so as a guy, I feel like, okay, this girl is not ready to hear my heart out. Mm -hmm. When I bring out my heart, she becomes defensive Mm -hmm. and she doesn't embrace me. Mm -hmm. So I end up not feeling safe. And then I end up not opening up. Mm -hmm. Guys are soft as well, in a way. Mm. We are, like, we are tough people, but we are soft. We Mm -hmm. need, anyone needs that. It's not about, it's not a gender thing. Yeah, it's not a gender thing. If you come to me and you can say, and you start opening up my, yourself, like, I feel you're not talking to me anymore. We haven't cuddled. And then I come back at you and say, yeah, it's because you're this, you're that, Mm -hmm. you're that. Next time, you'll think twice on opening up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Just create an environment that's easy where a person feels heard and a person feels safe, I Mm. think.
0: And I think also just removing the element of you when that person comes to open up. So I remove the element of me to listen to you and hear what you have to say and put me aside and deal with that. Like, Mm. I think that's so key. But thank you so much, love. And thank you guys for those questions um if i missed some questions i do apologize we're hoping to answer them in the next segment uh, but thank you guys for tuning in and if you have any more questions regarding episode two do feel free to send us a dm on at conversations with nikki if you personally want to talk with tabs um you could send me a dm and i'll give you his um contact details where you can contact him with regards to the men's questions because i do understand it's rather awkward sending me a dm as a woman but yeah you can do that um so via instagram you can contact us via facebook you can contact us and um whichever platform you're listening on um where you get your podcasts from be sure to like be sure to share be sure to rate and we love you guys we love you so much stay blessed stay safe Um, and yeah, juices, because I'm a 90s kid, I'ma say juices, (laughs) juices guys, lots of love, mwah!